It's that time of year for Minecraft Live again, where there's controversy over the mob vote, players calling Mojang lazy, and soon-to-be drama surrounding whatever new update is announced. But hold up, if we rewind a few years, this time of year was quite different. Minecon. Many of you know it for its capes, Notch pulling this lever, and its many... How many of you have autism? Many... Kappa. Many... And will you be my friend? Famous cringe clips. Dedicated wham! Minecon used to be the yearly peak for the Minecraft community. But whatever happened to Minecon? Why was it originally cancelled? What happened to the new in-person Minecraft event that was meant to happen this year? And why did Microsoft change the rules, prohibiting any large-scale in-person event like Minecon from ever happening again. Well, to understand why Minecon was cancelled in the first place, we have to go back to the very first Minecons. The first Minecon, actually named Minecraft Con, was held in mid-2010, a spontaneous gathering of fans with Notch. It wasn't a big thing, there was no fee to attend, and it only took place because Notch happened to be in Washington and received messages from fans wanting to meet with him. The few videos on the internet at the time really display how small and informal it was, with seemingly only roughly 20 to 30 people present, most gathered around Notch, asking him about his plans and ideas for the future of the game. Notably, Notch acknowledged Joe Bryan for one of the first times here, mentioning it was just a hoax. It's a hoax. <laughs> of which the community at the time clearly chose to ignore. That same year, just prior, an unofficial gathering on an old Minecraft classic server named Minecon also occurred, where players had fun building on a public server for a bit, with Notch himself visiting. Clearly the 2010 events were small, spontaneous, informal and community-centric, reflecting the state of the game at the time. The first real Minecon would take place in 2011. Held in Las Vegas with 5,000 attendees, this Minecon marked the full release of the game, 1.0.0, where this famous moment would be recorded. Besides the game's full release, there were a variety of discussion panels with devs including Notch, members of the community were involved, there were contests and even Deadmau5 DJing a 21 and over special party. It was the first time the greater Minecraft community had gotten together and went down well, overall a good sign of the game's engaged but still relatively small community. 2012 would be much of the same, with a similar number of attendees, this time hosted in Disneyland Paris, the first time the convention would leave America. The scale of the event had grown a bit, with more scripted events and performances, of which went swimmingly. Okay, and here is an epic Captain Sparkle backflip. But in general, things were still relatively lax. 2013's Minecon hosted in America again was the first year things began to change, with the event growing in scale now with 7,500 attendees. This would also be the Minecon where the famous most awkward moments at Minecon 2013 video would be made, displaying the shift in the general public's perception of Minecon from a fun gathering of passionate players to a cringe-infested convention of young kids. You can see this sentiment reflected in the comments of the video and other online perceptions at the time, as stated by comments on the Minecraft subreddit from older players who attended Minecons at the time, they mentioned it was insane to see how hectic Minecon had become in one year, with lineups for autographs and a huge crowd of kids present in every corner of the event, whereas in 2012, everybody just stood and talked to one another, with no lines for signatures at all. Minecon 2014 planned to return to Europe, but would be cancelled. While no public statement was given on the reason for the cancellation, players speculated that due to the recent buyout from Microsoft, things were changing within Mojang and they needed more 
more time before they would be ready to host another event. Minecon 2015 would go ahead though, with its most expensive ticket prices yet, but also highest attendance as well at 10,000 attendees, with tickets selling out almost instantly. You can see many players complaining about the tickets being too expensive this year, and of course we had another famous awkward moments video, whereby the comments were much the same. It's clear now that the convention had shifted entirely from the small community vibe it once had, now seemingly becoming more of a kids weekend event. 2016 would be much of the same, with tickets increasing in price once again, and a record 12,000 people attending. However, in mid-2017, as many players eagerly awaited the announcement of Minecon that year, Mojang would change things up. This year, players would first have to head over to the website youtube.com slash c slash themisterepic and then click the subscribe button. As stated in an official post at the time, to attend Minecon that year, you had to subscribe to YouTube of the Mr. Epic, whose channel looked more like this at the time. Hey guys, what is up? But regardless, they had to subscribe. No pressure. Anyways, 2017's Minecon would be streamed as an online-only event, now named Minecon Earth. As for the rationale behind this change, well it was because they wanted to be more inclusive, except to Australians. The past few years, Minecon had increased dramatically in scale and alongside it had ticket prices, no longer the small community event where everybody could participate, and this was Mojang's solution to that. This would also notably be the first year where the mob vote was introduced. Players were disappointed that there weren't any in-person events anymore, but were still somewhat optimistic. However, reviews from after the event took place displayed that players were not happy, deeming the event as cringy, catering too much to kids, and as more of an advertisement rather than a celebration of the community. It seemed that Minecon had outgrown its small community-centric roots, now functioning as more of a kid-friendly advertisement rather than a fun discussion of the state of the game. Over the next five years, Minecon Earth, sorry, I mean Minecon Live, oh wait, I mean Minecraft Live, would be much of the same format. Perceptions were generally the same, although over time more people would get used to the format, and Mojang improved on it as well, giving more mature and older players something to look forward to with more dev discussion, as well as panels with knowledgeable community members. However, there was one thing still missing, that same feeling of meeting developers, YouTubers, streamers, and fellow Minecraft players in person. A feeling which could not be replaced by a yearly upbeat to our live stream. Which brings us to today. Clearly Mojang were aware of the missing in-person element that Minecraft Live couldn't provide, and back during Minecon Live 2019, it was announced that in-person Minecons would be somewhat returning as the Minecraft Festival in 2020. Joining our live broadcast in 2020 will be an all-new, in-person event called Minecraft Festival. A multiple day-long event with a lot of events and content, as well as a return of exclusive Minecon capes. Tickets were pricey, but there were multiple payment options, with capacity seeming to be the highest of any Minecon thus far as well. However, Minecraft Festival couldn't have come at a worse time, as in early 2020, as the COVID-19 pandemic began to enter full swing, just one week before tickets for the Minecraft Festival would go live, it was announced that the event was postponed until late 2021. An understandable but unfortunate scenario. Later in 2020, it would be announced again that Minecraft Festival was delayed, now until 2022, once again due to COVID. Then, radio silence for a year and a half, until January 2022, when a former Mojang employee would respond to a post on Twitter, mentioning that there would be no Minecraft Festival that year. And that was the last official word we ever got on the Minecraft Festival. The original article where price breakdowns are announced is still public, but it seems the event is in limbo, with no word of it coming back. 
But what happened? And more importantly, why did we stop getting in-person Minecons in the first place? Well, little do most people know, this was explained by Minecons planner at the time, Vu, in a Q&A from 2017. As he stated, normally after each year's Minecon, they would immediately begin planning next year's. But after Minecon 2016, the team felt that they weren't really reaching the people part of their now much larger community, rather only a very small selection of the player base, mentioning it wasn't what they wanted Minecons to be. As such, they had two options. First was to make an even bigger Minecon event, which more people could attend, but they decided against this as it goes against what Minecon was meant to be. A smaller event where everybody is able to sit in the same room together. And one way to do that is to make an even bigger event and make Minecon gigantic, but that doesn't scale well for what Minecon is. Right? Minecon is an event that every year everyone would sit in the same room at the same time for the opening ceremony. And actually, it's this is interesting as it does seem to line up with the notion from many older players about how Minecon had outgrown itself with the latter years becoming far too chaotic and hectic, and less about the casual discussion they originally began as. So obviously, option two, hosting it online, would be the only way to avoid this while also reaching the most people. However, also in that same live stream, Vu addressed one of the big things that online Minecons couldn't replace, and that was the ability to meet the community's favorite YouTubers, map makers, server operators, streamers, and more in person. And so that's when we came up with the finalization of plans that we've had for years of doing official community events, giving people a place that will be more local, that they can still meet, their favorite uh, content creators. Vu mentioned that in addition to the online Minecon, there would also be a variety of smaller in-person community events run in various locations, aiming to replace the now missing in-person interaction, indicating that Minecon Earth wouldn't be a replacement for Minecon, but rather one of many events that would take place over the year. The goal was to expand the reach of Minecon while also keeping that smaller in-person event vibe by working with third parties to run more frequent community events over the year. There was even an official video made around the same time discussing this plan, where Vu mentioned they were officially partnering with Mindfair, Mindvention, and Blockfest, with a link to an official post containing more details, explicitly outlining how players would get to meet their favorite YouTubers and streamers as well as participate in various events once more. So what ended up happening to those events? Well, Mindfair was fine at first, and from the limited information on Reddit, seemed to be just an okay event. Nowhere near a replacement for Minecon though. Mindvention also seemed to be fairly successful, with developers like Dinnerbone and Lady Agnes attending as well, although much smaller than Minecon with far lower attendance. Things started okay for these community events, but unfortunately that wouldn't last, and many of the community events did not succeed for long. The last we heard from Mindfair was during an event that was meant to happen in 2020, where attendees paid for tickets, even driving hours to the location, only for no event to take place at all. Mindfair ended up scamming users, cancelling or not even planning their event without telling attendees long after many had paid for tickets. Blockfest seemingly never happened or turned into an online Minecraft rave or something, I genuinely have no idea if it ever was even a thing. And as for my invention, well they were actually about to begin a series of events in America starting May 6th this year, only to permanently shut down and cease operation only 4 days before they would begin. And you want to know why? Well it's due to the recent changes to the commercial usage guidelines where in-person events related to Minecraft are no longer able to exceed 150 participants nor accept 
accept sponsorships or make a profit and not able to use Minecraft's brand or assets in their marketing materials. Actual large-scale community-run events as Vu originally mentioned and as were planned and meant to be supported by Mojang simply aren't allowed anymore as you can't even rent a venue to hold such an event. And that original Minecraft community events article deleted. Earlier this year, around the same time the commercial usage guidelines were updated. My invention clearly didn't know in advance of the upcoming guidelines changes, leading to their event being prohibited and being so kind to refund tickets unlike a certain other event, likely lost a lot of money due to Microsoft turning their back on them, completely opposite to what they promised only a few years prior. What can we make of all this? Well it seems like Mojang's plan to replace the non-existent in-person element of Minecraft Live ended up being cancelled or changed. The community events they promised to support did not last more than two years, if they happened at all, and Mojang didn't seem to expand or try to partner with anybody else either. And now they are outright prohibiting such events from running, effectively killing the part of Minecon that everybody enjoyed the most. The one part they promised to bring back. Minecraft Festival seems to have met a similar fate as well. In a video released October last year by a YouTuber Stealth, who managed to get in contact with a Mojang employee on Discord, it was revealed that Minecraft Festival was having organizational issues with the delays impacting vendors and making planning difficult, ultimately stating that they still want to make a Minecraft festival happen, but there is no current ETA. Supposedly, there was meant to be an article about this eventually, but now a year later with the recent guidelines changes, it seems even Mojang don't want to run an in-person event anymore. So that's it. The good intentions behind changing Minecon to an online format and supporting third parties in running more frequent community events as to be more inclusive to their much larger player base that outgrew yearly Minecons has now resulted in all in-person events ceasing to exist completely with Mojang turning their back on them entirely. I hope you enjoyed the video. Be sure to subscribe. Thank you all so much for watching.